Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It's really good to be with you again today. It's a journey through scripture together in all we're doing and just in reality, journey through this season and this life together, being able to stay connected um, in this. And uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope whatever your household looks like is doing well. Um, in, in some ways, being locked in a house together, whether that's with family, whether it's with your partner, whether that's with kids or just housemates, maybe it's even on your own. Um, it's a really different way and mode of living and often puts tensions on that. If you're with other people, it might put tensions on those relationships. You may be a bit more snappy at your partner or your kids or your housemates. Or if you're on your own, actually, it really may be escalating that, that feeling of of isolation more than it, it normally would. Um, and that can be a real tough place to be when it's literally all that you're in maybe at the moment. Um, I just really want to encourage you, don't just settle on those things. Keep talking to your household, to your family, to your kids, uh, to your partner. Um, keep talking and keep talking about probably some of the issues, the tensions that are coming up. Um, and start to help to process these things. And there's amazing resources out there as well um, for, for families, for couples um, in this season because it is a higher pressurised situation um, and that's obviously going to raise um, tensions and things. And But do continue to talk, continue to reach out. But it is putting a real different pressure on households and families at the moment. Um, and so be talking, be supporting one another, reach out to friends and family if you need to get uh, more help, counsel, but we're in this together. But, but keep journeying, keep working on this stuff. But, um, and as we do that, we're just going to dig into scripture today um, to help and hopefully it speaks to us no matter what situation you're in. I'm so aware that actually so many of us are in real, even though we're in a really common situation in terms of the virus, Actually, we're all going to be dealing with this differently and um, in different situations, different pressures. Uh, but the amazing thing about Scripture is it often just speaks amazing truth into our lives, no matter where we're at. Um, it is alive and living. And we're going to be going. We're going through Hebrews at the moment, which is this great letter about supremacy of Christ, which is just so important um, in the season when so much other stuff's going on, knowing that Christ is over all these things. Um, it's just a powerful message in itself, but so much more detail in it. So we're going to be digging into that. We're in Hebrews chapter two. We're going to be going from verse five to 13 today, um, continuing to unpack some of the things we've been looking at in the recent days. Um, so if you've got your Bible, open up Hebrews chapter two, and I'll read. So verse five. It is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which he is speaking, but there is a place where someone has testified. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? A son of man that you care for him. You made them a lower, little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to them. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honour, because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, from whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect for what he has suffered both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. 
So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praise. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here I am and the children God has given me. Um, what a great passage. What a, if we're honest, dense passage. Feel free to to pause, read through it a couple of times. I had to, I was like, oh, there's a lot in here, a lot to unpack. Um, so do feel free to just pause, read through it a couple of times because it, it twists your head a bit, um, but it's great. And the author is just really, in some ways, unpacking some great gospel truths here um, that Jesus in becoming man made himself low, made himself the lowest, below the angels, the authority of the angels. Um, but so that he might suffer the punishment under them, the punishment which the angels brought down from God, um, suffer under them and under that law so that we might be saved. And it's, it's, it's a really important thing. Christ is bringing himself low for us, coming down to our level to live a life just like ours so that he might suffer the, the death and punishment that we deserve so that he then may exalt us with him. He raises us up. And it means that beautiful line. He's the pioneer of our salvation. He's the creator, the starter, the author of our salvation. Just as he creates the entire universe and everything in it, he created the way for us to really live the way to have salvation and then it uses this um this language of family this amazing language of family which we can see throughout scripture and throughout the old testament it's one of those places where there's a lot of hyperlinks if you've got a bible with footnotes you may see some of those hyperlinks there um talking about family and in fact that the few quotations it has there are actually bits of old testament scripture um which the author is using and, and attributing to jesus in an amazing way as he speaks about this family relationship we have from Psalms and this little passage from Isaiah chapter eight, um, which is actually this amazing prophecy that Isaiah gives, speaking of how him and his family is a sign of what God is going to do, a sign of that relationship and connection with God, which God intends to, to bring about. Um, and here the author is attributing that to Jesus and say, it is done. This relationship, which Isaiah saw as a prophetic thing, um, has been fulfilled. Um, and it's powerful. And it's something that um, is powerful, this relationship we have with Jesus, where we are like siblings in a way. We're brothers and sisters with one another, but we are co-heirs of Christ. You may see another place in scripture that we are the same. He's lifted up us up to the same place and stature he is in. Um, and it's powerful and it's challenging to think about ourselves in that way. Um, but I love the line it has in verse 11, uh, that so Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He is not ashamed of us. And I really feel like today that's a real message that some people need to hear, that Jesus is not ashamed of you. It's really interesting this comes right after where the author is talking about how we need to listen to God's voice above all things, not to the angels and that um is a, there's a sign of miracles and it connects to other parts in scriptures of just needing the call to be obedient and obey and the punishment we deserve. And then it flips to that Jesus has lifted you to the same place and stature of him and he is not ashamed of us. It's really powerful. 
And for us today, maybe we need to hear that there's a lot of trying and wanting in life and in faith, and that is good. And we, we need to do that by the power of the Spirit to long to live a life that Jesus calls us to live. But realize also that we're, he is not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters, that he loves us dearly. Even if we feel we fail and fall short and we can't do it, he looks on us as, as his children, his siblings, and says, you are loved. I'm not ashamed of you. No matter the dirt and pain and failure we feel we may bring, Jesus looks on us like family, good family does of one another. We look past the failings and weaknesses. We know the amazing best qualities and that's all he sees. He loves us. And if that's for you today, know that he is not ashamed of you, that he loves you. He cares for you, that he died for you. No matter what we feel, we may feel about ourselves. He loves us. Let me pray. Dear God, thank you for that message today. In the midst of such a change and uncertainty where we may be feeling lots of pressure on ourselves and our families and our households, that you look on us and you say you are not ashamed, that you love us. God, may we carry with that, that with us today. When we hold on to it, may we not lose that perspective you have of us. Fill us with your spirit, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hope you have a good day, whatever you be doing. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands. Bye.